0: Hi there, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is Coach Kelly, and today we are continuing our series, Leaders Don't Wait, and we have a fabulous guest here that I am so excited for you to meet. I have the opportunity to work with lots of leaders who embody clear purpose and vision based on what they're passionate about and are willing to make choices that support them personally and professionally when life shifts. We're going to be discussing all that and so much more today. And our guest today truly lives by this. So I think you're going to love her story and what she has to share. So I, I can't wait. So before we dive into this, it's time for listener shout outs and gratitude. Each week, We are giving our listeners a shout out, a huge thanks for sharing their reviews on the podcast. So keep on listening because you're going to hear your name. You're going to hear it. And please keep those amazing reviews coming because you may be the next one featured. All right, so let's dive into this and randomly pulling these up. Okay, our first one is from UVCBB and UVCBB says exactly what I needed in my life. Kelly's take on life is inspiring and I believe she was put here in the world to spread that take. I cannot wait to hear more of what she has to say. Thank you so much, UVCBB. This, you've made my day. Can I just say that? You've made my day. And we're going to keep on sharing all the golden nuggets. Uh, We're going to keep on doing that. So keep on listening. Thank you. All right. Our next one is from G-I-H-Y-G. G-I-H-Y-G. These are those fun Apple nicknames. I love them. And you know what? I should say this. If you've heard me give you a shout out, And you've had one of those Apple nicknames or I've given you a shout out, reach out and let me know you heard it. I'd love to connect with you, whether it's an Apple nickname or your name, please reach out. Let's connect. Okay, so here's what G-I-H-Y-G says. Brilliant, inspiring, honest, fabulous way to start a Monday. Thank you, Coach Kelly, for sharing your authenticity and wisdom with a side of fun. Looking forward to listening, learning, and lead a life being honest, let's go, let's do that, absolutely, I'm in, I'm in for that. All right, thank you so much, you guys, for those amazing reviews. We're going to keep raising the bar. So let's move into this. Let's get started. Today, we are looking at leaders don't wait and from another lens, and this lens is called surrender, And that may seem opposite to what we think leaders don't wait is supposed to be, you know, whatever we make up in our head. So we're going to explore that a little bit. What does it mean to surrender? We've talked about this before, what I'm about to say. We've talked about we get to choose what success means to us. Not what success means to other people, but what's success for us personally, professionally, we choose that. And we're free to choose our experiences in our life. And what supports that is because we're free to choose an attitude that supports us because our attitude generates our experience. So sometimes it's gonna be about surrender. And surrender means to let go, essentially. To accept what is so. And I'm going to say, thinking about circumstances. Listen, we all have circumstances in our life, um, but I think sometimes society teaches us that we got to just keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, right? But sometimes it's going to be about surrender, and this does not mean that I'm letting my circumstances lead and drive my life. That's that's not what I'm saying. Rather, surrender is accepting what is so and making choices to support us in moving through. It could, have to do, it could have to do with supporting your mental, emotional, and physical health, and trusting your natural knowing that something has got to give, and you choose you. So when we surrender to what is so, we can remain neutral. And what that means is we may not like it. I'm not saying we like it, but we can address it. We can look at it objectively. We can be in ownership, also known as accountable for it, and then clearly make choices that support our purpose and vision for our life in that moment. Sometimes surrender goes hand in hand with leaders don't wait, they create. You guys hear me say that. And that's because they, leaders know it's time to take care of ourselves and they do it. Often we want to keep go, 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 go going and we don't stop or pause to reflect on what is it that I need right now to be the best version of me so that I can be in service to myself. Now, when I say that, I don't mean that in a selfish way. Self-care is not selfish. It's caring for yourself. Because, and you know what? Everyone say that with me right now. Whether you're jogging, whether you're having coffee, listening to this, just say this with me right now. It is okay to take care of myself. Yes. Well done. Because when we do take care of ourselves, then we can serve others. So trust your knowing. So today, I'm super excited to bring on our guest. I've known her for many, many years. I met her in a leadership training where she was stepping into her leadership and I got to be a facilitator and a coach and, and in, in that training. Then I watched her step into becoming a certified coach. She just kept raising the bar on herself. And then I had the absolute pleasure of being a coach for her as she served on many leadership teams. We got to work together a ton and it was so much fun. She has a giant heart. She loves to serve and she's a great coach. I'm excited she's here to share her story with all of you on trusting her knowing, surrendering, and what she's now beginning to create from that, from her choices. So let me introduce you to the fabulous Mindy K. Hi, Mindy. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Hi, Kelly, my fabulous Kelly. How are you doing today? I'm great. You are great. I'm great, too. We're going to be great together today. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for the opportunity. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for, thanks for being here. So tell us, Mindy, tell us about yourself. Tell our listeners about yourself, your background, and, and what you're currently working on.
1: Well, as Kelly introduced me, I'm Mindy Kay, also known as Coach Mindy Kay. So not just my clients, but to some friends and family too. Um, I grew up in Southern California and I moved here to Las Vegas where I live now in 1978. And I've lived here for about 42 years. I now have grown children. All my kids are grown. I know that sounds funny. I've grown children. That doesn't mean I grew them, but they are grown (laughs) and and young grandkids. But the newest being my four month old twin uh, grandson boys. I'm engaged at the recording of this podcast, but by the time Kelly airs it, I will be married. Woohoo! Um, woohoo! Celebrate <laughs> that. Um, let's see what else. I love to be with friends and family. I've been a life coach for 12 years. Um, we'll develop that story a little bit later here, I think, with Kelly's questions. Um, I spend my time working and spending time with my fiancé and our two pups, I regenerate and refuel myself by spending time meditating, reading, working out, and being in the outdoors. Even we sometimes sleep out in the backyard when it's, when it's cool enough here in Las Vegas to do so.
0: Isn't that the best? Can I just say that? I love, love sleeping in the backyard.
1: I yes, please. I love that too. We love when we have those days we can get set up and put everything out there and, and just enjoy the weather and the nature sounds. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of my personal background. My professional background is that I was trained and started my coaching business a dozen years ago. I love what I do. I'm so blessed to work with people, people that want to make changes and make progress and move forward. So many times people talk about their industry and where they work and it's, you know, mechanical or data and I just love that I get to work with humans and and make make changes for their lives, for them to make changes in their lives. I've learned a lot of experiences through the Coaching Academy, through experiences of myself and experiences of my clients to help them transform their lives. I am currently coaching clients, and I'm also in the process of relaunching my coaching business after taking several years off. And you'll soon hear why.
0: Thank you. Thanks for sharing all of that. I did not realize, I mean, time flies. I didn't realize it's been 12 years. That you've been coaching. I mean, it just seems like yesterday. That's incredible. Well done, Mindy. So Mindy, you're a coach and you have your own coaching business. You've had it for quite some time. Can you take us back five years ago and share your story and what stopped you?
1: Mm, What stopped me? Well, that's kind of a key word for me because I would say it really didn't stop, but I like to use the term pause.
0: Mm, Great Um,
1: term. It really, it paused me, or I paused it because that way I can have the energy and I'm in control of it as much as we can be in control. But instead of it running me, I could be in charge of what I was doing at the time or what was happening to me. So I chose to pause my coaching business professionally and what was going on. So, kind of what happened to answer your question is from 2015 to 2019. A series of events derailed and then redirected me, hence the name of this podcast. Um, they were pretty prominent events. And looking back, I think I condensed all of my tragic life events into those five years. <laughs> People spend their lifetime having events. I think all of mine presented themselves in that whatever, whatever time frame years. It was a few years. So here's a couple of the things that happened. Um, I asked for a divorce from my 25-year marriage, and I went out on my own. Soon after that, I had a spinal injury. Out of nowhere, I was walking on the sidewalk holding my mail, just went down to get my mail, walked along, and bam, dropped right to my knees. Hmm. Um, Later, what I found out through many doctor's appointments and tests was my spine had shifted. No one could say why. It just literally shifted a few millimeters, just a measly few little millimeters. Wow. But it dropped me straight to my knees and didn't allow me to walk for several months. I literally took like 40 minutes to crawl back to my place and get back inside my door, crawled on my hands and knees to get back into my place, and then fell asleep for, I think it was near 48 hours and didn't oh. even know it before a friend came to check on me. Wow. Yeah. And so um, went through the testing, kind of figured that, that stuff out a little bit, um, tried to keep a long story short. Just healed through that. They wanted to do back surgery. I refused back surgery. I just wanted it to heal on its own. I know the body's miraculous Mm -hmm. and can do things like that. So um, I literally would sleep, use the restroom, and coach. And that was all I did during that time while I was healing. A friend would come over and set my laptop on every appointment. I tell her when I had a coaching session, and she would set up my laptop, give me my notes, my file notes of each client, and I'd sit there and coach. At the time, I was coaching about 75 minutes, Mm -hmm. but I'd coach And then I'd fall back asleep, and then she'd come back over and redo it for my next session. Wow. That's a great friend. Great friend. a great friend. She kept me going, and the coaching kept me going at the time, too, still having some human connection. Yeah, I bet. Then not too long after that, um, my mom was just, hmm, I'm not feeling well. So we did a couple doctor visits with her and took her to the hospital for a test. And that day, she was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. We left the hospital and took her home to her house but right then and there, I chose to never leave her side. I stayed with her at home 24 seven and did not ever go back to my house for the entire 31 days until she did die. It was extremely exhausting and emotional and also a blessing. She went fast, but that's how she wanted to. I chose to spend those 31 days with her and share stories that we'd never had before in our lives. I absolutely have no regrets in the relationship with my mom And early on during that time was when I decided to temporarily, I'll use air quotes like Kelly likes to use, I temporarily paused my existing clients in my business. And it would be beneficial to take some time off to regroup and to heal. As Kelly said in the intro, I chose me. I chose me for my self-maintenance and my self-care. Then, a few months after she passed, an accident happened that amputated my right index finger, and I had it reattached, which then entailed a two-year recovery period. They gave me the choice of having it reattached or leaving it off, and I chose to reattach it, and that's why the recovery period it so long was trying to to keep it, which did. Um, So, you see, I didn't set out to take a long break of a sabbatical. Um, One more quick thing after the amputation was also my dad got sick and passed away. So he got sick, and then um, we didn't know his time frame like we did my mom's, but it, it was quick, quicker than we thought, because he just got sick. He didn't have a diagnosis or a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I lost my mom and my dad with that within that time period. Wow. So again, I didn't set out to take a sabbatical or a break from coaching. I didn't say, hmm, let's take two years off and travel and have fun. Mm-hmm. But these events um, kind of, not kind of occurred, they did occur. And created that time frame for me to take a step back and reevaluate things and and recreate. These circumstances presented themselves fast and loud. They just kept coming and coming. And I would ask myself, because of our coach training, what's happening? What am I doing? What is my involvement in it? Um, So I just kept, you know, taking my accountability and taking it in stride as best as I could of what was going on and stayed up with each event that happened. Um, and I gave myself the permission to take a break. I -hmm. chose to take time to heal physically and emotionally. I chose to conquer.
0: Wow, absolutely you did. No question there. I can only imagine, just as you said, it's like all these significant life events that were occurring, just one right after the next, and, and somewhat Close to each other, quite frankly, and and then have having to make that choice or choosing really to make that choice to take some time away from the business and take time for you to heal, take that time for you to be with your mom, it, and, and all of that is is really is really incredible, and it's not necessarily an easy choice to make. It's not it's not necessarily, and so I'm curious also. The choice to take, and we're, we're calling it a sabbatical, the choice to take it, and I love the distinction you made, Mindy. It wasn't like a sabbatical where I, where I was traveling the, the world. It was a sabbatical where you were you know, traveling the journey of you is really what you were doing. And some may be listening and thinking, I could never do that. So what were some of the choices that you made to support your decision to step away from your business, even not really knowing for how long?
1: Well, I think as each thing happened, when one thing happened, I'm like, okay, handle this, get back to the business. When the next thing happened, okay, handle this, get back to the. But then they kept happening. So as you said, and I would completely agree with the listeners and their thoughts, if I was listening and not on this side of it, I'd be feeling the same way. I could never do that. Mm-hmm. So um, I never would have thought I could have done that or taken a multi-year sabbatical until I did, until it happened and until I made the choices to do so. Some of those choices, there were many, but some of them were that I moved out of my home that, that I was in at the time. I rented it out so I could have some finances, some income, and I moved into an apartment nearby so I could make money on the house and live in a smaller, less expensive place, which I loved. I felt so safe and secure there with all that stuff going on. Mm -hmm. It was a gift and a blessing to have moved there. I reined in my spending and my finances. I sold some things that I didn't need from the house anymore to the apartment. So those things gave me some extra cash. And then I just spent my time reading and hiking and restructuring myself, my thoughts and my beliefs about almost everything. I rethought about health, life, death, friends, family, relationships, and what they all mean in the world and specifically what they meant to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, that seat, it was a journey of you, quite frankly, really, truly. What are some of the gifts that you found through surrender? Because I really heard that from you, you know, that it it really was about surrendering. Just as you said, it's, you'd think, oh, I'm going to get back and I'm going to get going. I'm going to, I've, gone through this one. Now it's time to get back and get in the saddle again, so to speak. And then another one. It sounds to me like you really got to a place of surrender. This is what's happening and I'm surrendered. So what were some of those gifts that you found through that surrender and trusting your choices being on the sabbatical that you didn't even know you were necessarily on?
1: Yeah, I didn't know it for quite a while. Like I said, I just kept going through each thing and And for you know me, well, Kelly, my personality and and my demeanor, but the listeners don't. But I am a type A, competitive, spontaneous, keep it moving kind of woman. And when those things are happening, sometimes I think if we don't take our own choices and our own sabbatical time off, they take it for us. So kind of like we burn the candle at both ends, if we don't take time to rest and recover, life is going to happen to us to create that space for us. And Mm. I don't know that I was doing that at the time, but it certainly created this type A, some time to surrender to herself. So let's see my gifts. Oh, about two years ago, during the time of recreating myself, because it takes time to get to re-know ourselves and grow and learn, um, I'm at the love of my life. As I said earlier in my intro, that we will be getting married I want to say next month, but I think this is going to air in October. So in October, 2020, we're going to be next month. That's next month. month Like right here. I know it's like fall already. So again, I met the love of my life during this time. Um, We're going to get married and spend the rest of our lives together. Um, My son and his wife who had been trying for a while um, got pregnant, surprisingly with twins And just gave birth four months ago to my two twin, try saying that five times fast, two (laughs) grandsons, Jackson and Maxwell. We call them Jackson Max. Oh, cute. And they just live 10 miles from us, so I get to see them often, weekly. Um, I got to spend some amazing time and some touching quality time with my mom and dad. Um, My gift was knowing that they were going to die soon, so I could take every opportunity to spend that time with them. Um, another gift is my coaching business is back up and running. Um, I'm creeping into it. I've got my current clients now, but I, um, am relaunching everything in January. one one to 21 will be my relaunch. Um, I, the gift to myself was that I became true and honest with myself. I know that I'm worthy just as I am. I hold value in this world. I'm a strong and supportive person to myself And to my tribe and to my circle of influencers, to the people around me. That's good to know. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see what else. From time to time for the most of my life, and very recently, like even last week, I found myself piling on too many things to do. I went into an overwhelm and a breakdown mode. And once I noticed it, I took a step back. I removed a few items off my calendar so that I could find the rebalancing that I knew I needed again. So that's a recurring thing for me. I put on too much, I get an overwhelm, I take some off. So this time, took some things off and making some, took me 53 years to figure this out, but don't keep piling the stuff back on. <laughs> take the time, maybe, it's, maybe this is my mini sabbaticals, you know, to take time off weekly and monthly so I don't create a three to five year sabbatical again. Little tiny mini, mini times off.
0: I think that's really important to, let's just look at that really quick. What Mindy is sharing is one of the gifts from that sabbatical is learning now how to create mini sabbaticals so that she doesn't uh, create something much bigger for herself. And that to me is the whole purpose of self-care is taking that time for you, whatever that looks like, mentally, emotionally, physically. We will have a whole episode on self-care. I keep hinting about that. It is coming. And I think that that is such a key distinction, Mindy, that you said. It's like, oh, I see where I'm like having these little mini sabbaticals to take care of me so that you're ready. You're ready to launch and launch strong.
1: Right. And to notice the little things that creep up inside me when I'm feeling this way or when I'm acting this way, it's time to take a break. It's time to take a few things off the calendar or do it regularly to not have them on the calendar to start with. So we just coined a new term, a little mini sabbatical.
0: Mini sabbatical. And I think also perhaps even that next step is looking at, you know, like looking ahead. I wish I could say this stuff just comes automatic, but the whole reason we're here is really to learn, (laughs) you know, to learn and to contribute. That's at least my philosophy. And that's, that's my philosophy as a leader is to learn and contribute. And so I think that it's so important, you know, paying attention to what's going on, but now Mindy, it almost sounds like you're able to perhaps look forward and before adding a ton of stuff to your plate, you can actually look and, and ask yourself, is this in alignment with what I say that I'm up to? Is this in alignment with my purpose? And by the way, is this having my sanity stay in check so that we don't get into overwhelm? I always say this, I, I really work my best not to say this when somebody's actually in overwhelm, but I got to share, overwhelm's a choice. Yep. That is a choice, we choose it we do that, as you heard Mindy say, through we pile on.
1: We pile on. I, I put myself there. I put those things on my calendar. And I've even been known to take this day off, take this afternoon off, do this off, and then I look ahead to my calendar and I go, oh, look at all that space. Let's put some stuff in there. So I think what you're saying, looking forward, moving forward, and just seeing, I got this big thing coming up. You've got a new program you're launching or relaunching. And when those big things come up, we've how to rein back and take care of ourselves in other areas and just be aware of, of what when and what we can handle and how we can handle it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. What has you stepping back into your coaching business and working on a relaunch?
1: Well, I'm still in that process, Ms. Kelly, um, of stepping back into it. As you know, through the training that we've done, it is who we are. Once in our minds, you become a coach, you're always a coach. I just am coach. I don't mm-hmm. do coaching. Mm-hmm. I just am coach. So this is my right time. Again, I've got the opportunity to, to relaunch again, like I did back in 09 and 10 when I started this. My whole body's just in alignment with now. My head, my heart, my gut, all agree that it's time. Um, And there's, like you said, we learn and we teach, we learn and we give back, and that's just our continual progress. So I just know that there's clients out there um, just waiting for coaching skills and tools that want to transform their lives, even with COVID, even with downturn in jobs and finances going on right now, there's even more of an opportunity to reach out and touch people's lives through coaching so that they can better get to know themselves So I'll personally be spending my next couple months through the end of this year, um, working on my new website, social media and rebranding. And so stay tuned for the new release of Mindy K Coaching.
0: That's amazing. You're rebranding your business and yourself all at the same time. Incredible. Let me ask you a question. And I've been asking guests this because I've just been hearing so much about, it seems that there's reinventing going on during the time of COVID. So did you, during the time of COVID, actually we're still in it, during this time of COVID, did you find yourself
1: reinventing at all your business? I would say not too much for me, not from where I, I was I thought about it, um, that if I had to do some pivoting or some reshifting would be, you know, my, my niche in coaching has kind of been the corporate CEO and executives. I coach all people, personal, couples, individuals, professionals, but the CEO corporate is kind of what draws to me. And they were still coaching, so there wasn't a need to pivot or go look at a new place for marketing but I thought um, if that wasn't happening, where would I go and what would I do? And um, I even have a friend who started a nonprofit or a, well, it wasn't an officially nonprofit, but um, she just started coaching for people who needed COVID coaching, people who were, you know, down or having a hard time transitioning. Maybe that's a good way to say it, transitioning into into COVID, being home all the time and that. So um, I personally didn't because of where I was with my business still coming out of my sabbatical and having the existing clients that I have. But if I had, I guess that would be my answer to would be mainly just a shift in marketing and what I did. But I did so much of my transition and learning and working and recreating before COVID happened. I felt I feel like I was already on a flexible bandwidth when COVID came. I was already prepared to to shift with the shifts.
0: Yeah, because you were kind of in master shifting with the shifts. So you're like, well, here we go again. Here's another mm-hmm. shifting with the shift. Yeah. yeah. What drives you to continue reinventing yourself? Because you definitely have done that over the last five years.
1: I have. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's those things that say where you were and what you were, and you wouldn't think you were where you're going to be now. Uh-huh. Um, and I guess just knowing that reinventing feels a ton better and is much more productive than being stagnant. though. So, um, yeah, we've all, I'll speak for myself, I've felt very stagnant at different times in my life, not able to move forward businessly, relationally, whatnot. And <laughs> I guess being a type A driver on the move, it always feels better to move forward, to be in the flow of the river than the stagnant part of the river. Um, we live lives these days that are in constant motion and reinventing is a part of it. We're moving at such a fast pace, content compared to like the 80s and the 90s and things are just bam, bam, bam. Now you either stay up and you stay moving and reinventing or you're left behind, really. Uh-huh. So I've just learned to pivot as I need to. Uh-huh. I guess now that I'm stepping back in, my reinventing is allowing me the ability to do so with fresh eyes, a fresh heart, fresh ideas and fresh energy. I renewed spirit.
0: Yes, that's always the good news, the refresh.
1: When we talked last week um, and we talked about you said that saying about recreating ourselves, it's not about finding ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mentioned mm-hmm. that I that, that magnet on my fridge, that life is not about finding ourselves. It's about recreating, creating and recreating, and then recreating again ourselves.
0: Yes, absolutely. We definitely align on that. I can't remember which episode it is, you guys, but it's it's out there. And I think it's called Creating yourself, something like that. You'll see it. Listen to it. It's super, super good. So I love that. And Mindy did. She sent me a picture of her magnet, and I'm like, she was (laughs) not kidding. Yes,
1: not kidding. It's right there.
0: (laughs) I love that. Such a great anchor. How do you keep yourself so positive, confident, and creative even when you don't feel like it?
1: Oh boy, we all have those times we don't feel like it, huh? Mm -hmm. Um, These events came into my life. I guess when you look back at them, kind of the dramatic events that were happening, um, they can, they seem like all sad, and happy blah, things that happen to you. But it's our choice to create to be happy or unhappy within them. Um, and I know it's hard to say that when my mom was dying, I was choosing to be happy. But I guess in a sense, I was. I was still with her. But um I'm not happy that she passed or that she got sick, but I'm happy that I had that time with her. And I'm Uh happy that she went the way that she wanted to go. Uh Uh So as far as being happy is that um, only I can make that choice or only we, your listeners, as each thing happens to us, can make that choice. Choosing to be happy through these events was my choice. I wasn't happy. Like I said, I wasn't happy that my mom died, but I chose to keep my spirit happy mostly at the time if I look back so that I could be there for her. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it at the time, but she wouldn't have wanted me to be grumpy, over sad, you know, losing my world, not being able to go on. That wouldn't have created a time for her to go through what she was going through. Mm -hmm. Um, Since I was young, I loved being with and observing our elderly generation. And I observed that as people aged, it seems in my experience that they become either more grumpy or more happy. I feel like as we age like a magnifying glass comes on us and it creates us to be more of what we naturally are. But it's not only our nature, but it also is a choice. Mm -hmm. So as these life events come towards us, we can choose whether we're going to be happy or grumpy, literally sit down. Like I can choose to take things off my calendar. This Kelly calls me today and I can choose to be happy or not. Every single thing that happens to us is a choice. So what I do is I, and I've got it written literally right here on the top of my second monitor is I ask myself, who is the woman that I want to handle each situation? Who do I want to be? Do I want to be that woman or do I want to be that one? Uh Who do I want to be when these situations come up? Uh And to set the example for other people. So what I've learned through the meditating and the reading and the hiking and the groups is that what I'm doing is I'm learning to lean out. I'm always keeping my heart open and I don't let events or other people bother me. Everyone is whole and complete and gets to choose who they want to be and how they want to handle situations. It's not my responsibility to fix them, meaning the people or the situations, and I can only choose to let them be them and I get to be me and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: So, powerful. so powerful. I love what you said that you have that, that what I call a, a grounding question, who am I choosing to be today? Mm -hmm. And I think that that, you know, as a leader, that's a really important question. Who am I choosing to be today? Because that's the thing. We're at choice. Just like you're hearing Mindy say, she's choosing to be happy. She's not searching for it. She's choosing it moment to moment to moment so that she can be who she wants to be on the daily and and be in service to
1: herself and others. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: What would you tell your younger self
1: starting out? Oh, I thought about this one a little bit. And I would say self. (laughs) Mindy, you are brave and courageous. You have everything that you need. It's okay to stand out. Don't try to be someone or something that you're not. Be you. Stop trying to blend in. Be unique. Always do the wise thing. Share with. Give to and love others. Live in the present and make conscious choices. You're going to do big things in this world. You've got this. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Yeah,
0: that, that gets you at the core. I hear yeah, that. That,
1: does. that really resonates and sinks in.
0: Yes. If you haven't already done this, Mindy, I would write that out somewhere and frame it. Notes to self. Okay. Notes to self because you are doing big things. And as I always say, you've got this. I love that. (laughs) You do have this. You do have this. I've got this. You do.
1: You do. What message do you have for our listeners? Ooh, listeners. To you listeners, it's okay to stop and to choose something different. Sometimes we get onto paths that become ruts. We're not created to live a life of ruts. If you find yourself stagnant, take a pause Give yourself permission to pause yourself. Whether it's a minute to breathe or a few years to heal, take a pause. You deserve it. You deserve the very best. Yes. Even if you don't think you can, because like Kelly said earlier, we don't think we can take time to do X, Y, and Z. Take time to do it. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that's the message and the stand that you are is, is take that time and you deserve it. You do. You do. Thank Thank you you so much for being here, Mindy, um, and just sharing so authentically your story, which illustrated that, you know, the choice to surrender and really trusting your natural knowing as things were shifting and then reinventing and and staying in, in the reinvention. I just, I want to say congratulations to you on all that you are creating. Absolutely incredible. And and I just am very excited that you've also been here to be able to create value for our listeners. And I'm just, thank you. Thank you so much for being
1: here. Thanks for that opportunity. I'm glad that we've, reacquainted. You knew me before. Now you've got to hear the in-between, and now you'll get to see the, the coming out of it. And I've followed you and the amazing things that you're doing through this podcast and your coaching and your website. And keep on keeping on, Miss Kelly. Thank you.
0: Thank you. We will keep on keeping on, Mindy. I'm excited about your relaunch in January 2021. And you guys stay in touch with Mindy. You will be able to find all of her contact info in the show notes. They're also on my website. So stay in touch. And again, Mindy, thank you so much for being here today and being courageous, sharing your story. I am really excited to see the next chapter unfold for you. It is going to do that. Thanks, Kelly. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Remember, we have a choice to lead our life or follow our circumstances, and life is truly about knowing your passions, purpose, values, and creating an impact in your life and the life of others. And who emerges from taking the lead in their lives? Well, they're going to be authentic. They're going to be vulnerable, courageous, and finding the gifts when we surrender and trust our knowing. Remember, we get to trust that more will always be revealed as we move forward. So remember to take a pause, let go of worry, let go of doubt and anxiousness, and live fully the best version of yourselves. So thanks, you guys, for listening today. More resources, you know where to find them. They're at kellyjmobeck.com. And you can also email me there. Um, If you have any questions, we're going to take them on on future episodes. I'm happy to help. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck and please share this podcast with the people in your life and we will continue to take the lead together. Have a great week ahead. And if it's not shaping up the way you want it to, take the lead and create a fantastic one. Have a great week. We'll talk next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of let's be honest before we start pretending for more resources on taking the lead in your life, head over to Kelly and connect with me on Instagram at coach Kelly Mobeck. If this episode was helpful for you,